Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ecolibrium podcast with your hosts, Amani, Sarah, and Miriam. And this is the first of our series where we talk about different eco-friendly topics. Today, we're hitting perfection and zero waste and the pandemic's effects on the lifestyle. talk about perfection and zero waste um i myself have been trying to go zero waste for about i would say like a year and a half like i haven't really actually started until mm-hmm. 2019 when i quit my job <laughs> so that's when i was like okay i need to like kind of change the way i'm living uh how about you Miriam? for me i've been attempting to become zero waste for a few years because uh, it started off with like trying to be go vegan mm-hmm. which then led to like the environmental aspects or the the impacts that it has on the environment mm-hmm. and um yeah was there like ever a moment in time where you're like you know what i'm gonna change my ways and try to do this like when was the first time you heard about zero waste about zero waste was probably around the same time as Miriam. Yeah. When she started with her business and she was talking to me more about zero waste and how to recycle and reduce reduce and mm-hmm. reuse and all those good things. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I, the first time I heard about zero waste was from, I'm sure you guys know her, Lauren Singer, Trashes for Tossers oh, on yeah. Instagram. Have you yeah, seen her? I don't think I have with her jar. She's she oh god, yeah, package awesome free. Girl? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's made. So that's awesome. Girl. Th- this is the thing. She's the first person that I ever saw doing zero waste, and she mm-hmm. had that one jar with all her trash from like the past four years and whatever. And that's great. You know, I would love to get to that point. Yeah. But that scared the shit out of me. Like I was like. I can't, there's no way I can get to the point where I have a jar mm-hmm. of trash, like my for trash years. for four years, four years. Uh, so that, like, for me, that was the image of perfection, mm-hmm. you know, like she was the one that set the bar, bar for high. everyone. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. So I wanted to start like being zero waste, but I was like, I can never be up to her level mm-hmm. and she has so many resources she lives in new york she has her own shop yeah. say, you know yeah. she, we live in kuwait and shit's hard here it's not easy like it really isn't. it's really and, hard but we're taking so many good steps towards it like yeah unfortunately i feel like even even though we have like these recycled things like it's not really going to the places we need them to be recycled at yeah, exactly yeah. and we, we don't, don't even where these <laughs> and like we, we're so our habits here are so bad like when we ever we're in a beach setting people mm. like always like throw their stuff all over the place not yeah. realizing the impact of even just oh, the ocean god but, it's horrible um, um but yeah what about you uh and ao because that yeah. i feel like is a huge yeah. Well, my first Player. when I first figured out, uh, even it was about plastic bottles when I was working at as a teacher, mm-hmm. and I saw how many water bottles the kids were bringing in, yeah. and they would be like filling up my trash. Mm-hmm. And then there was a time when they wanted to do like recyclable robots mm-hmm. and like 
they were the idea was to like bring in all their recyclable stuff to the school mm -hmm. and because my class was like the ESL classroom they stored it in my room and with the heat I was getting headaches every single what? day. Wait, it was being held in your classroom? Yeah, we were because they were setting it up so that the kids would be able to use them, <laughs> but it was in my room. And the problem was the that I was, yeah, and it was breaking down. Oh. And the idea was that afterwards we were going to get like a recyclable uh, company to come in and take everything. Yeah. But they didn't, never showed up. Oh my and God. And I was getting headaches every day. And then that's when I realized like, oh my God, like you could see the piles of how many just these kids were bringing in and yeah. like say uh, like four kids even brought just four huge bags of water bottles oh my God. i was just oh like if you, that's when i started realizing like oh my god the accumulation of how much stuff yeah, we uh -huh. get is ridiculous so from and then that I was wasn't always, too long ago when was that 2015 yeah and, i mean uh, i feel like that was like maybe the the start of the the trend the zero waste trend like it was the start of recycling like the idea of kids being into the idea of like realizing they can either reuse or do Recycle. something with stuff. And yeah. Here in Kuwait, though, like exactly. in the states, it's always been. Yeah, it's always oh, been yeah, a, a, always been a thing. We've always had recycling at UAS. We did, but where did they go? Yeah. Because uh, even in the uh, AUK, like we had true. the bins, but I didn't really see them get taken yeah. out when they would get full. Yeah. And we had it just for like paper, but did they actually do anything <laughs> with it? No, no you you see not. recycling bins everywhere in Kuwait, like the movies and like the malls. And people will send me things like, oh, look at this, recycling yeah, at Fanad. And I'm like, yeah, however, <laughs> look into the bins and you'll see that, first of all, it's all mixed up. Yeah, no one, no one, material. we yeah. don't know how to even separate the ideas. No one's educated on how to do it properly because it's not something that we've been taught since we were young. Like maybe us specifically because we're half American and we grew up in the States yeah. and in the States it's been a thing for a long time. I yeah. feel like it started when plastic started. My, my, um, my cousin, he was talking about how difficult it is to, cause they hardcore try to do the recycling thing. And mm -hmm. the thing is when you go to these recycling facilities, mm -hmm. it's like a, it's a huge football field amount of different bins oh and every single item that you get into your house, like they have a certain number on it yeah. to put in a certain Right, thing. yes. Yeah. It's like you have to drive and get to the right ones and you can't right. have them wrong. Right. Yeah, if you look at plastic like water bottles or caps or whatever, it's like mm -hmm. a little recycling symbol and there's a number inside. Yeah. And yeah. each number means something else. Like for example, black plastic is impossible to recycle. So mm -hmm. I've heard. So it's like, you know, uh, one of the things that I was like, ah, oh, you know, when I first started off, I was trying to like switch everything to not package in plastic. And I was like trying to find businesses here in Kuwait that didn't use Try plastic. Be, yeah. So I was like, Lush doesn't use plastic. Lush like, was some the of number their things. one place in Kuwait but at first. But then I, <laughs> I go to Lush and I look at the, all the, their packaging is all black plastic. Oh, okay. Wow. And they, they're like, oh, we take it back and we recycle it. But then I talked to someone, I talked to Sandy, and she said, oh, I know someone that works at Lush, and they said they just throw that away. Like, they just, people bring their containers back and they just throw it oh away. Oh my God. So it's like, they don't even actually recycle it, which is so disappointing. So I feel like I kept hitting wall after wall, mm -hmm. you know, when I first started off, and I was so obsessed with being perfect. Like, I'd get yeah. mad. When I, like, I'd go to the grocery store, the first time I was, like, enlightened about this topic, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the store, I'm going to, like, not buy things in plastic, and then I realized how much is, pack, like, yeah. packaged in plastic, 
And it really made me depressed. Yeah. The vegetable, individual Oh my God, don't are packaged. The broccoli, you know? Like, oh my God, one time I saw like a bell pepper just wrapped in saran wrap. I was like, um. And then with the sticker, What was the reason? What is the purpose of this? There is no It's so ridiculous. So I just feel like it was so disheartening for a while. Like I always, every time I wanted to like give up, something would happen or I'd like, like things started popping up. So when I first decided, like that's when I first found out that Miriam, you guys started AO. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh my God, this is going to make my life so much easier. We had to, like Nadia and I, we would get to, uh, we'd have our lunches, we'd pack it every single day for work when I was working for Hebshi. Mm-hmm. And we would, we would meet every single day and just talk about how we can't find products that we want that yeah. are in the States or in anywhere else. And we would talk about chemicals and we'd talk about like, did you know that even lotion has I like know. things like little plastics in them and stuff yeah. like that. And like face scrubs. Scrubs. Yeah. Everything. And so microplastic. Yeah. The thing is, okay, so I'll, I'll give some background on like myself. I studied marine biology, so I had some knowledge, like... I knew things about the ocean. I remember I had a class called, um, uh, what was it called? I can't remember what it's called, but I remember that the first day, like the first class ever, the professor was like, so everyone, by the end of this course, you guys are going to be depressed, uh, <laughs> but it's okay because there's still time. He was so pessimistic. Mm. Like I remember that I hated that class yeah. back then because I was like, I don't want to come in here with all this negative energy and like but the truth yeah yeah, when i think back i I used to be so sheltered like i used to not want to know the truth about anything about the world so like i hated it we're supposed to be reacting like we don't want negativity you know yeah especially since we're good people yeah it's like you think that there's other good people and that people who are making businesses and this and that are trying to like you know take care of the oceans and take care of everybody no but so yeah that's that i feel like that was when i was first exposed to like I always knew like oh you know recycle and whatever but like seeing that and learning about it, I feel like I didn't realize how big of an impact mm-hmm. it was having on the oceans and on yeah. us yeah and then yeah. it just yeah it just spirals after that like once you know like one little bit of information and you like seek it out it just yeah. keeps coming at you from all god. especially oh my god when uh youtube was starting to blow up with the beauty gurus yeah. and they were suggesting all these like products that you could yeah. get yeah. i would oh, go yeah. and get so many things i'd be so excited like yeah. oh i can pay for everything and yeah. then after a while you're just built up with all these products that are just like not even used and they're yeah. gonna be like yeah. when i left australia i just realized how much junk I accumulated yeah. after five years oh. and you're like, like for oh, what my <laughs> lord and I just donated like everything me too yeah, yeah. I donated a lot of things because I was like why do I have this much stuff yeah. that's that's when I learned about like minimalism and stuff I yeah was like, I need to put everything in one suitcase and take it back to Kuwait yeah and that's when I started learning about the yeah the, I heard about trash repossers and yeah she so so Back to, like, the perfection thing. Like, it used to really, like, make me feel like, what can I do? Like, I'm not, I, yeah. I, I'm just one person, and like, I don't think my voice is going to do anything. So, and I started ecological, and I was like, okay, I'm going to post things and whatever. But I never felt like it was good enough because I'm like, well, I'm not 
Lauren Singer. Yeah. You know, I can't I can't do it perfectly. But when you think about it, Kuwait, nobody nobody's doing this. Or yeah. there are now, like they're popping up here and there. But it's it's such so, a new concept yeah. here. Like even with my business and like selling these products that are like attempting to be as little plastic, little like we don't even use. Uh, like that's the first thing we look for is plastic mm-hmm. even though there's like a huge range of problems mm-hmm. but uh even with that i still always feel like crap and that i'm not doing enough and yeah like you're trying to get all these people to get on board and start working yeah. like with you with because you try to find like the businesses how yeah they're packaging their products yeah. and like the pan- and yeah. who they're paying yeah, and everything yeah but, but you just what you especially when you're watching these like tra- trash catastrophes and mm-hmm. everything you feel like well like like there's no way I can be that right now. Like, yeah. how am I gonna even take that first step? But that's that's the important thing I think to to also remember. You know, it's like start off with one simple thing. Like, mm-hmm. don't overwhelm yourself with ten million things. Or yeah, don't just throw everything yeah, away and try like, to. I think it's like a misconception that like, oh, I have to go zero waste, so I have to throw all of my plastic yeah, that I, think I that's own what away. I thought. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I thought so too. Bye. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I have to buy stuff. Also, by not feeling guilty for, for example, okay, you know, it just goes into so many, there's so many different subtopics under this, you know, sustainability or eco friendliness or Mm -hmm. being kind to the earth. There's so many subtopics like shopping. You know, we don't have options in Kuwait, we don't have like, brands that are sustainable we we have like some now like maybe one or two and if we want them they're shipped yeah which means that they're they're still and and there's an environmental impact just for trying to get the product here so i think the the important thing to remember is like start small start with what you can do like and what you already have yeah Yeah. so number one is like the easiest thing that i had been doing was bringing my own water bottle like that was step one i had always had my trusty water bottle with me <laughs> without even realizing or thinking about it. But then I realized that at work, everyone would ask me about it and be like, oh, your water bottle's so cool, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And, you know, they used to have plastic bottles. Everyone used plastic bottles and just throw them away. Mm-hmm. And then when they saw my water bottle, everyone started buying water bottles. And then that's when I was like, hey, you know what? Like, let me start an Instagram. Let me, like, try spread to... spread the knowledge. Yeah, yeah. spread the info that I have in a easy to digest way because yeah. I feel like it's easy to be like grim about the whole situation. Yeah, if you watch any of these documentaries <laughs> yeah. on Netflix, like you just, just kind of like, like sit there for an hour shit. just like, oh my God. It's better just do your own thing and yeah. other people will just yeah. pick up on it. Yeah, so I think like start small. I started with the water bottle, then you can move on. Like once you've mastered yeah. that, move on to something Bring else, like a like straw, this, yeah, utensils, utensils, straws for sure is I and feel like a good one. also big one is you're going to mess up. Like no matter what you do, you're going to mess up. That's just yeah. how we're designed as human beings. I've messed up and, so many times. And with outside forces, like kind of stopping us from. Yeah. Kuwait is not the easiest place to go plastic free. There's, there are so many things that prevent us from being completely plastic free as much as i try to reduce or anyone tries to reduce their plastic especially like the grocery store oh my god it's horrible yeah you have to end up being like a little monk yeah not be able to order not be able to go out not be able to do all these things with friends and yeah yeah we don't have we don't have free water and it's super hot so we always need water everyone has filtered tap no yeah so that's i think the main thing to realize is like you're not going to do it perfect 
not not especially not in the beginning yeah you know but um another thing is like restaurants and then in kuwait like you know everyone lives with their family so it's like so frustrating to like you know live with people that maybe don't have the same views or morals or ethics as yeah. you do yeah. so then and if you start talking to them sometimes they'll see it as like judgmental and yeah stuff when you're just trying exactly to share what you know yeah no it's so funny because like people like sometimes like family members or like people that i know because they know that i i like try to be sustainable or eco-friendly so they'll be like money no i swear this is the only time yeah. i've used plastic and i'm like I don't, i'm not judging phone. you you know i'm not i'm not any better than you are like i've used a plastic water bottle in the past two years yeah. like I, i've had get worried like that whenever yeah. they're around me i'm just like where am i swear to god like exactly i've had moments where i've had to like if I'm traveling somewhere and I don't have my water bottle, it's hot. Like I, I you, have you know, you, yeah. if you have no other choice, you're gonna use plastic. Yeah. It's, it's not gonna completely disappear off the face of the earth. But it does always feel start. good when like you do feel like you influence somebody just yeah. like on accident. Yeah. <laughs> like my friend who like like literally anytime we go to a cafe, <laughs> they would be like. Can I just have it in a mug, please? I did that. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like when Ahmed, like uh, when he's like, no straws, please. I'm like, I'm so proud yeah, of you. Do I times. love it so much. It makes me so happy because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm proud of you. You know, like yeah. that's that's great. It's like they, they shouldn't like idea, feel though. like we're judging them, but it does feel good. <laughs> but maybe we're right low key. Ju- no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I try so hard at but first. It hurts your soul when you see somebody yeah. like okay, they drink a water and like those small ones, and then they just toss it away no, no, and then no. grab a second little water. Oh it's like why'd you, get t- why'd you get little water? Oh my god, I have some people that like drink tiny little waters one after the other and just phew, phew, yeah, toss it. at work where I'm at oh god it's just a fridge full of tiny water bottles <laughs> grab them leave and then uh, just throw them away just throw them away and they're like their their life span is like two seconds because you like gulp it's like one yeah, gulp of water it's literally like a pill of water like, it's like oh and then it's, it's like so okay tiny. trash oh god it's so it's infuriating but you know what I hate more is when like I'm sorry, but I hate when like big influencers are out there with their like straws and their plastic cups and they're like, oh my God, I yes. saw a picture and this is like an influencer from the States and she reposted this picture of a girl that just started her business and she was surrounded by plastic bags. Like guys, like it was like the oh, shipping like, bags yeah, and it was like a bunch of them everywhere and garbage bag and I was like, the amount of plastic. The yeah. amount of like, plastic. businesses, mm-hmm. yeah. they are doing It's horrible. So like, it, it makes me so mad because it's like, you have a platform. Exactly. And don't just say like, oh my God, save the turtles and then move on. Yeah. Like, keep going. It's, Talk about it. Have a conversation. Say that you're making mistakes and you're, you know, but trying. But that's the thing. Like, they just don't even, people don't even see what they're doing because they're so used to dealing with things like that and yeah. plastic that they don't see even even but here they do see yeah like you go to the beach and you see the disgust oh, yeah. being like yeah. yeah and we it's still as bad as it was when we first brought the topic up like yeah. with, with a trash tag and everybody mm-hmm. like shedding all this light mm-hmm. but why is it so difficult here to find recycling recycling companies. bins or companies apparently i think that it's because having uh, facilities to do all that is expensive. Yeah, it's And really there's, there hasn't been somebody that wants to invest 
well, in that yet. For the for the longest time, even in America, they were just shipping their yeah. recycling to China because it's so expensive. Yeah, and China yeah. was like, okay, I'm not taking your trash anymore. Like this needs to stop. So it's like you need to. There's like no solution. You know, the solution. The solution would be to stop producing. Exactly. Them. But I think that because before with paper and paper products. The reason they stopped doing that was to save the trees because we were overdoing it with right. the trees. Yeah. And then they switch over to plastic. Like, thank God we get some oxygen. Yeah. But now, <laughs> now we're trees. eating it. We're eating the plastic. It's in our food. It's, it's in our food. It's oh, in our fish. It's in everything yeah. that we yeah. want. Well, I feel like in Kuwait, like the culture is like very, uh, like fixated on food and eating because there's not much else to do. So it's like restaurant culture yeah. is huge here. And so that's like another thing is like restaurants and how do you find ones that are eco-friendly or aligned with what you believe in. And like for me personally, like my favorite, my number one, my top dog is Tampopo because they like they, they source their vegetables locally mm-hmm. from farms and they try to get even like the chicken and uh, the duck and the beef that they get they try to source it ethically like crossbow yeah and uh they like they they use minimal plastic in their takeaway like it's all the you know the the what is it card not cardboard it's like compostable i think materials yeah you know that material yeah you know it you know what i'm talking about i I can't remember what it's called but they use that kind of material and for a time before uh, I like to say BC before c- Corona. BC before Corona, they were accepting uh, you bringing your own bowl, like uh, yeah, Tupperware to to get food. So that is like my number well, what one. What are they doing now? Now they use the ones that are they're less impactful, but the covers are still made of plastic. So it's like. You're doing better, but it's not like perfect, but you know, you can't, it's so yeah. hard to be perfect. It's, it's so yeah. hard. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's impossible. There's no such thing. Yeah. We have to just little be steps. like, yeah, little steps, do what we can. Because even here now with the pandemic, now it's all delivery. Yeah. And so even the delivery is wrapped in plastic. Your oh my God. Yeah. Plastic. They're like, we have safely sealed your food into this bag. I know. We, we made we, things worse, guys. We've used a paper bag. However, we've sealed it in a plastic bag. But it's because it's like, of oh all God. these scary uh, videos that were circulating in Kuwait about these people that were opening Spitting bags, in the bag. Spitting. Oh, and, yeah. You know, like touching. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That was weird. Ugh. God, That's why, I, I, honestly, I'll, I'll tell you something. This pandemic has really, really made me reduce the amount of takeaway that I order. Yeah. A yeah. lot. Like, I used to order so much and so often. Well, one was switching to zero waste. That that was one. I, like, you know, slowed down. But then since the pandemic, I don't, I order, like, once a month. Yeah. Or I try to order from places that I know use, like, cardboard or something that yeah. is less harmful. To the environment so like i don't really order that often mm. it's gonna be interesting we've to see cooking at home. yeah we've yeah, like oh my god at home That's i feel huge. bad for people that don't know how to yeah cook like the way that we have because <laughs> we have like the, during full lockdown yeah my dad has the farm right the, his little greenhouse yeah so we've had like some of the best like restaurant Yum. quality foods that's just like i don't even want to yeah, order in this salad yeah 
better than restaurant quality. But the, the, the thing is, like, about the pandemic and staying home, we have the time to cook. Like, yeah. sometimes it's just more Before convenient, we yeah. you know. But I think that's another thing. Like, we need to focus on, like, convenience is not the most important thing. By the way, um, I found the, the packaging that Tampopo uses. Um, they use the sugarcane bowls, which are made of sugarcane, obviously. And sugarcane is rapidly renewable, and it's made from reclaimed and obviously renewable material. So it's compostable, but that only matters if you actually <laughs> compost. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think like a lot of people think like, oh, it's compostable, and then just, you just throw, throw it in the trash. I I've had, done that. I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah, I I just figured that out yesterday. Yeah. To be you honest with you. <laughs> Tell us yeah. because right, you have to you have to have it in a compost. Yeah. Situation. Yeah. So I I I want to figure out how to compost, and you guys said your dad composts. Yes, he does. He's so maybe really we can get him on the show. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> fun. Work on that. I'm sure um, you would. The other thing that they said they use is craft paper. So obviously it's made of paper and it's lined with plant-based starches. Craft paper for their bowls? For their, uh, you know, they're like cups for the broth. Oh, right. right. Yeah. We're talking about Tampopo. If um, whoever just tuned in, we're talking about Tampopo's <laughs> packaging. <laughs> anyway, so um, back to like packaging... Well, this really doesn't have anything to do with packaging, but um, I thought we could talk about the other subject, uh, which is the PPEs, personal protective equipment, since we're in a pandemic. Yep, Yep. masks, gloves, and wipes, and sanitizer everywhere. How do you guys feel about that? Well, uh, Miriam actually just got me a reusable face mask so Ooh, yeah, nice cool. nice using that at work and where'd you get it from where is it from now um i got it from instagram <laughs> i'll double check if I but, That's um, okay. <laughs> but uh they're really cool they have that um filter the uh it's not n95 i don't know but you said it's but it can be like used, uh, yeah, it can be used up to 100 times Whoa. before you need to replace the filter. That's cool. And uh, unfortunately, I'm not sure if it's biodegradable or anything. Oh. But I mean, it's still better than, like, the one-time yeah. mask yeah, yeah. where you just use it and throw it away. Because that's what I was doing at work. They're like, use it, um, change it throughout the day, blah, blah, blah. I just feel like like personal protective equipment is so debatable. Like, I feel like I've heard so many like back and forth about it like i've heard people saying like oh you don't need a mask yeah. and i've heard people say you need a mask or the mask does nothing or you were talking about even how how we don't really need gloves because you just need to make sure not to touch your face and like do the sanitary like you know wash your hands and, yeah. yeah yeah well from what i've heard actually this is also from tampopo i've heard about like cross-contamination mm-hmm. So if you're going to touch something and it's contaminated, then you go and touch your phone and then you put your phone to your face. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so you just have to be very aware of what you're touching and sanitize or better yet, wash your hands, yeah. you know, because I, I did a little bit of research and you guys are going to be baffled by the numbers. 
But um, according to OceanConservancy.org, scientists have estimated that 129 billion masks and 65 billion gloves have been used around the world every month. I want to go and cry. Every month. Every month, guys. Every month. And they're not just that. The items are biohazardous, yeah. so they're not recyclable. Yeah. So it's just going straight to the ocean. And people are littering in every country. Yeah. Like, not it's, even just yeah. Hawaii. No, you see masks all over the street. Yeah. All over the street. And um, also, they that was referenced from an article uh, from the Environmental Science and Technology Journal. And it was a recent article from this year, obviously. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, that's, um, like, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, do you think that, uh, like, reusable masks actually protect you? Like, do you feel safe when you wear them? How do you feel? I feel like it would help protect, like, spreading it Mm -hmm. to other people. And I don't know what I'm saying, but. <laughs> well, I guess it, I guess it's something yeah. that we should have facts on, not yeah. like not just guessing. But well, I mean, that's what people are talking about, though. But like, how in the states are here? At least we're able to like you're not coming in without a mask. Well, at least with most places. Yeah. But I or think gloves. Those thin plastic, like plastic, plastic gloves mm-hmm. that are like so. Oh yeah. my god! They make you wear them in the like when you go into the grocery store. Which is like, yeah, I feel what? like it's accessible in the grocery store. You know what they made me do in the Jamia? Like, it's a nice concept, guys, but it's not working. <laughs> uh, they, I came in and they're like, oh, do you want a cart? I said, okay, thank you. They brought me a cart and they're like, oh, do you want a cover for your cart? Oh, and I didn't know what they meant. So, like, I just kept looking at him like, what? Because I also had a headphone in. And then he was like, yeah, here. And he gives me, like, this big, huge plastic thing. And he shoved it onto my <laughs> my thing. But he wasn't even wearing gloves. So I was like, that seems kind of moot. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. just let me. I had my gloves on, too. So, like, there was really no purpose for this. Like, oh, even God. at work, our, the nurses all said, like, there's no point in wearing gloves. It's like, it's just wow, interesting. cross-contaminate. Just wash your hands. Because we work with all their yeah. like, documents mm-hmm. and their civil IDs mm-hmm. and they're like you're just gonna cross contaminate and just wash your hands right yeah. after. So you wash your hands like how many times a day then? And we have like a huge bottle of sand sanitizer, <laughs> like pure alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is this haram? Pump it up. Well, I like I found this guy. Uh, his name is like Mark Benfield Field. Mm-hmm. but he's an oceanographer mm-hmm. and he studies plastic pollution and eco- ecology. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also teaches at Louisiana State University. I don't know why I feel impo- like compelled to tell you everything. About no, him. We, but, uh, it's good to know. Maybe yeah. people want to look him up. He was starting to kind of freak out about how many uh, masks and gloves he's been finding around his entire area. Mm. And so he's been trying to research how many are being littered. And people aren't realizing that they're like not biodegradable and that they're going straight to the ocean. Mm. I don't know how it goes to the ocean. Where are these landfills? Like... I think that's what we need to like talk about. Where are these landfills that that's are like? True. Yeah. How is it always going into the I water? I wish we could go undercover. Who was it that went undercover? Let's not say it out loud. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, you didn't hear that. <laughs> no, I think they get blown into the ocean, or like trash gets dumped in the ocean a lot. Yeah, 
you know, like they think it's in like the sewage or like maybe flush down the toilet. I'm sure yeah. people flush oh, things yeah. down the toilet. Some people flush like pads and oh, all this. No. What? Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Like I've seen people, signs. PSA, do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> they do. No, but he's gotten like a, he's been, uh, he even has a, uh, like his email given out to people for people around the world. Mm. to try and start getting more information about it Ooh. from, like, Italy, China, and, like, even uh, he has 25 people that are helping him in just his area Whoa, to that's try cool. to figure out, like, how we can, like, flip this upside down. Yeah, What's how his to name? solve his this His name issue. is Mark Benfield. We'll have to look him up after. Yeah, it's um, I What I heard from the World Health Organization is that the, the uh, fabric masks or the reusable masks um, are good for people that are not sick. They don't have COVID. They're not infected. So that protects them from people with COVID. But the people with COVID should be wearing disposable masks, which makes sense. I I understand why frontliners and people that are actually sick would have to wear masks. That makes total sense. And then throw them away in, like, you know, a garbage can, not the ground. You know, so it makes sense because you don't want to keep using a mask if you're sick. Yeah, because you're just inhaling all the... Exactly. So I understand that. But I guess it does make sense to me that a person that's not sick who wears a reusable mask would be protecting themselves from a potential person that's sick. Yeah. So if I'm not sick, you're not sick, and we both wear masks, we're less likely to get sick. Or if one of us is sick, you know what I mean? So that makes sense. I mean, I, I I just feel better if I wear a reusable mask and I wash it rather than I know that I'm not sick and will keep wearing the yeah. disposable ones and, and gloves. Even with my mom, she was talking to me about this reusable one that I got us. She was saying that uh, for going into stores and to like public places, that those are the places that we need to do the disposable ones. Because this, or the N95, sorry, the N95 mm-hmm. one that has like the filter and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And then if you're, I don't, I don't like her saying that we had to use it all the time, like even on walks, because I don't believe. That, I don't think it's airborne. I don't think it's airborne to that extent. Like you were, didn't you uh, talk about how like there's a difference between when you're in a room when the, the AC is like circulating? Mm-hmm. Was it you? I don't think I it was, was me, but I, was <laughs> I wish where I said it was that. talking about um, how. When people are in a room and with an AC, mm-hmm. it circulates. Makes sense. Yeah. And then if there's a window, it's possible that some people like wouldn't get sick because the AC would like the airflow would take it out. Right. Like the little particles that, yeah, that would sense. make sick. Mm-hmm. And then if you're outside, that being six feet away or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think I read that somewhere too. It was it there was a um, some type of YouTube or yeah. something talking about it because someone was getting really nervous about being around anybody. Mm. I think it was on Vice or something. Mm. And um, so to me, it was just like, you just have to be careful and with washing your hands. And Yeah, that's so true. So should I be using the reusable mask? Uh, so should we be sitting way further apart right now? <laughs> <laughs> should Sarah and I not be no. right next to each other's faces? <laughs> What's up? Okay, my mic just got unplugged, so we had a little... Um, malfunction and then, and then Miriam called me Elton John because <laughs> I'm holding the mic <laughs> she's like why is my why is my, my mic unplugged that's a terrible British accent but there's no room for the mic <laughs> I'm holding it 
Oh my god. You're doing great. You're doing anyway, great. back to the topic. Um, I saw another thing on thehill.com. I don't know how reliable that is, but it was just saying that masks with elastic bands um, can pose entanglement hazards to marine life, which, I mean, that makes, makes sense. sense. Another thing is that doesn't make sense that I saw on thehill.com is that despite scientists saying that COVID survives longer on plastic, we're still being encouraged to use single-use plastic bags. Make it make sense. Why? Why are we encouraged to use... Like, I remember when Why it first happened... Why would they be... Oh, you, is it because they're scared of people bringing in their own bags, yeah, right? And yeah. they're saying that but people then, are bringing yeah. in contaminated oh, things yep. into the store. Yeah. So, so, but that how does it make sense that we use plastic, which COVID can survive on for longer? It doesn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. It don't make no sense. Yeah, and why won't they just change it to different types of bags at the stores? I don't, I don't understand. Know. But guess what? I used my reusable bags yesterday, and I was so happy, and it was way less stressful to be at the store because every time I go grocery shopping and I have to use the plastic bags, you guys, yeah. I'm so agitated and just like i'm just annoyed and you would want to use your own stuff exactly yeah i know where my stuff has been yeah you know like what happened to me uh that same time that they gave they shoved that plastic thing on my thing i was uh, at the checkout and this the bag boy was like put he didn't understand i showed him both my bags I was like, I don't want anything in the plastic. And because yeah. I'm talking to the cashier, yeah. he keeps grabbing a bag. I keep seeing him pick up a bag. And I'm like, no, no, thank you. And even the guy is telling him in Arabic, like, no, just put it in there. And then so I'm like, we have to tell him like six times. And I'm like, at least he understood. Like, whatever. I get home and he put one bag of chips in a bag. Oh my god. And in my bag. He snuck it in. He snuck it in. <gasps> I don't know what he was Why? thinking. And he was doing one thing at a time in each bag. Oh god. Like, Do you guys oh. want to hear what <laughs> oh, you guys so want to hear what so the guy did to me yesterday? I feel okay, like I don't know if I should feel bad for laughing about this, but I gave him the reusable bags. Okay. Usually I just go and bag it myself because I'm yeah. like, dude, you don't know how to level. If you, if you don't, if you're not getting, if we're not leveling here, then I'll, I could just do it myself. I don't care if yeah. I do it myself. Actually, I would prefer to do it myself because yeah. they're all wearing gloves too, and yeah. God knows what they're touching. Mm. So I I take my bags over, and he takes the bags from me and tries to put them into a plastic bag. You're like, reu- I mean, yeah, he thought yeah. I wanted my reusable bags. In a plastic bag. I was like, no, no. Uh, no, that's not... Okay. And then, and then the other guy came over. There's always one guy. There's always that one guy that knows what's up. You yeah, know, like, true. he'll come through and he's like, no, she wants it like this. And then he starts doing it. And I'm like, he knows, you know? Like, there's always that one guy. So I'm, I'm grateful for that one guy. But like I said to this person on Instagram today, um, I said that, like, the more we teach the people bagging here in Kuwait, because most of them don't really speak English that well, or Arabic for that matter, but the more we teach them, the more they learn and the more they can teach others. Yeah, and just apply it to themselves, even yeah. because at the end of the day, they don't need those bags. Yeah. Like, One time a guy shook my hand because I used reusable bags. The little <laughs> the, the bagger guy yeah. at the shop. I have a few few people being like, oh, you're eco-friendly. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. It's so nice. It's like, ah, it's so refreshing. So I think they do, like, they exist, but they just, 
you know, they just need to teach each other because obviously they can they can speak each other's language and then they can. um, But yeah, that's a whole other topic talking about how zero waste is not inclusive because, oh, God, we'll get into that in maybe a future episode. Um, But yeah, I feel like use your reusable mask, wash your hands, um, don't use gloves. Just, just I mean, like, I don't want to, I don't want to tell you what to do, but like, gloves, gloves are useless. It's just like the same as your hand. You're not really protecting yeah. yourself. Just, so there's this experiment where, um, like, it was an example of uh, when you're smoking a cigarette, they showed you the the glove, and they showed you how the um, smoke can, like, you know, sh- um. Like rip the glove? Or Not something? rip the glove, but it would it would stain the glove with mm. that nicotine yeah. that tar thing. Mm-hmm. And then when you look on the inside, it's also in there. Ooh. So it's, it doesn't seem like it's really nothing yeah. that much out. Yeah, I think it stops like too. liquids and stuff, but yeah. I don't know what? if it stops small things. So yeah. even the glove doesn't. Ooh, <laughs> 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 what? We yeah, need to yeah. yeah. Hopefully we can look that up a little bit more. <laughs> but I I know not the nicotine, the tar part. The tar that's even worse. It wow. is. Anyway, don't smoke, guys. Yeah, wow. smoking Negative. is bad. <laughs> um, I I saw this really nice um, like paragraph on how to I guess wrap this all up. Uh, it says that the pandemic is a way for not only us as a society or consumers to change our ways, but also for governments, corporations, and our leaders to make a change and try to reset and build a stronger way system. So I feel like despite all the bad and terrible things that the pandemic has led to and all the lives that were lost, like I feel like we need to come out of this stronger and like yeah. learning something and changing something, changing our ways. Uh, because guess what? Like being wasteful or not clean or whatever, uh, it leads to these things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. And what's awesome about and it makes like, it worse with the um, quarantine that we all were put under. We were all were forced to look at ourselves and see what we use on a daily basis because everybody ran out and bought as much as they could because mm-hmm. of the lockdowns. Mm-hmm. And uh, having like our zero waste kits and everything at our house, mm-hmm. like we didn't have to really do much to yeah. to like we never felt in need of anything. Like mm-hmm. I have right. re- uh, I have the reusable razors. Mm-hmm. I have the. Um, well, I mean, we're lucky enough to have all the products of AO. But everything that we need was there. Yeah. And yeah, I saved a lot. Of well, that's that's the nice thing. Well, you saved money on like just not buying, buying disposable things. Yeah. Just yeah, that's staying in as well. Yeah, pretty much. Like I was just gonna say that when you buy things that are durable and longer lasting, mm-hmm. you don't have to like run out and buy more when you run out. Like when you exactly. run out of it. Yeah. or it finishes or whatever other than like bars of soap and stuff like that but you know but other than that yeah you just have it there mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's reusable and it's durable and it's better for the environment and for you and there's cuter things that are not i know disposable. it's just it's just cuter you know aesthetically pleasing <laughs> to the eye <laughs> <laughs> that is but true. anyway um i definitely think that we should talk about like inclusivity mm-hmm. and uh I think it's called intersectional environmentalism. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we could we could do that for the next podcast. But that's all I have. I don't know if you guys have anything else to add. 
to yeah. this. No, I think that our first we've covered podcast. a lot for our first podcast. I know. Yeah, I'm so excited. Really and it's just in time because it's cut off time, 7.30, guys. Curfew. Yes. I'm about alone. sick and tired of this curfew because I don't feel like it's doing anything. It's not. Everyone still gathers. It's very annoyed. <laughs> like, like us. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> And we'll see you in our next episode, guys. Yeah. Yes, let's do it. All right. Bye-bye. Take care.